I'm just talking, dude. Making white noise. It's just flowing out of my mouth. I don't know. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Hey, what is up, YouTube? We are back here again with a brand new episode of the White Noise Podcast. Those fucking YouTube guys are so annoying. Uh, obviously, we aren't even available on YouTube. This is a Spotify-only exclusive podcast right now, but you guys should have just heard to the intro music. Hopefully, that shit sounds good. Uh, I made that myself. Okay, okay. He's talented, too. Uh, but... Uh, it's just some clips from last episode over an alchemist beat, so uh, hopefully it doesn't result in a lawsuit, but uh, uh, I don't care. Anyway, it's your boy, Mikey B, Antichrist of the Cringe, coming back at July for episode two of the White Noise Pod, WN Pod, whatever you want to call it. Uh, episode one was last week. Uh, if you listened, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, this episode should hopefully be, we're on, we're on a redemption tour right now, folks. I'm trying to improve my podcasting skills, as I talked about last episode. You know, I got that jumper, but my layup, my layup needs some work. So, I'm definitely getting active on that today, and I, I, I think we can, I think we can make it work. So, we're going to get right into this, this Johnson right now. Uh, it's been a lot of talk this week, you know, running up the numbers on that first episode, all those listeners... They, ha- they had a few things to say. You know, there was, of course, some complimentary comments made. You know, Mikey's back. Like, he's coming into the game hot. He's got a good podcast out. And then I started to see, I mean, we're only one week in, but I started to see some haters. I started to see some haters. Some people saying, you know, what does he think he's doing? Like, what does he think he's doing? He thinks he can make a podcast. He's not up there with the big fish. Some comparisons to Joe Rogan. Guys. Joe Rogan is little. Like, he might have the listeners, right? Like, okay, a million people listen to my podcast or whatever. Like, a couple thousand probably. You know it's a bunch of bots on that. But, like, he's not actually getting those streaming numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all the federal government just, like, pushing him up. The people don't really fuck with him like that. Joe Rogan versus Mikey Burgess. I mean, that's an NC no contest, folks. Like, uh, what are we talking about? His money's low, okay, guys? His money is low. Yeah, he's got 500 M's. Bro, my first name is M, okay? We got M's over here, too. So, I don't want to hear any of that. He's married. Like, bro, I got more bitches than you. You got one bitch. Like, <laughs> count the numbers, dog. So, the haters, they're definitely not getting to me right now. Like, it's definitely not hurting my feelings. Uh, It's been two weeks since the last episode, actually. So that's 14 days. Only cried myself to sleep like 10. So we're doing good. I mean, I can't let these haters get to me, you know. But sorry for the hiatus last week too. I should say that I didn't record because basically I didn't want to. I dictate how this shit goes. Nah, but uh, for real, I was at my apartment last week and the recording setup wasn't all wasn't all top notch. We like everything top notch over here at WN Pod. We got to keep the noise white. And the, and the white noisy, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any sense. Um, it's actually a little bit of red noise this week because I have quite the sunburn going on. Uh, I also have a sore throat, so I'm kind of physically in shambles right now, but I'm giving it to the people right now because the people need it, okay? The people need this podcast. But you know what the people don't need? Joe Rogan. That's what they don't need. They don't need Joe Rogan. They need me. They need me. They need Mikey B. And WN, okay? 
Remember that, folks. Remember that till the day you pass. Uh, speaking of passing, the past week, I, I feel like I, I've just been eating hella bananas. I definitely just wanted to start off the podcast this way. It definitely didn't just pop, pop into my head or anything like that. But um, I've been eating hella bananas, so my shits have been, like, real clean. Like, you know when you get a nice, like, poopy? Like a real poo-poo-poo? Yeah, that, that'll make your day. If you get a real, like, dark... I don't even know how... It's like a handsome shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just getting right into it. I want to start off, actually, with a little bit of... Uh, we're going to do a little story time today. A couple, couple of story times. Uh, just some toilet stories. I feel like last episode, the content, I, I was just... I wasn't feeling it. I feel like I could do... I, I feel like I could provide some more content. Because it's kind of... We're kind of in boring times right now. Pandemics transitioning to hopefully an end. You know, in the next handful of few of months years depending on uh type of person you are i don't i don't know I, i'm not trying to get all controversial but um yeah no i just want to talk about i there was this time this i just keep thinking about this story that's why i wanted to talk about it but uh when i was in high school i clogged the toilet it, it so when i was having my banana shits this week I thought about the greatest banana shit of all time that I've ever had, and that's that uh, I clogged this toilet at like an all boys camp, and I was basically the talk talk of the town for like three days, which is crazy because like I guess my shit has that type of impact, you know, on the water as well as the sound waves, I guess. But no, I was at this like all boys camp. It was kind of like it was like a kid touching camp for teenagers, but there wasn't like there wasn't any touching, so it was just kind of like, it was really boring, basically, but it was this camp, it was called, like, Boy State, and you're supposed to be there for a week, um, I'm really exposing myself right now, but you're there for a week, and it's kind of like a mock government, I really regret doing it, like, it was, the second I got there, I was like, damn, bunch of, like, bunch of dorks, dude, <laughs> this is a bunch of dorks, um, but there was a bunch of dorks, and I was like, yo, this kind of makes me feel weird, but because I feel like I'm usually the dorkiest one in the room, so when there's dork dorkier people, it kind of like my ego goes goes into weird places. Like I don't know how to feel. It's like I don't know because usually most people don't want to be a dork, but I take pride in being a dork. So when there's more dorks, it's like fuck, you know. I I can't deal with that. I can't process it. Um. But nah, so we're we're eating food at this college. It's like a mock government type thing, but they made us wake up at like 5 a.m. every morning. First week of summer break, too. Fuck these guys, bro. They'd make us wake up at like 5 a.m. and go on like a half-mile run. Like, bro, if you wake me up for a run, we're doing at least a half marathon. Like, trust me, bro. I'm not waking up for a fucking, what's a mile, like a thousand feet? Nah, it's got to be a lot more than that, right? It's like 10,000. I don't even know, bro. Fuck. I'm not a numbers guy. I may go to school at one of the most prestigious numbers colleges in, uh, you know, the world. Not to brag. Dirt off the shoulder. But I don't really do do the, 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 the units like that. Anyway, if you're, make, if you're waking me up for a half mile, bro, don't ever speak to me again. But they'd wake us up for that, and then we had this weird ass breakfast it was kind of like it was college food but it was really bad it was at kind of like a whack college i won't say the name because you know 
I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but it was Riviera College. Um, and we were eating the food there, and it, it was making me poop, like, really nice. Like, I was having these big, like, just pooping once a day. It's just coming out clean, like, septic. Everything's going crazy right now. The food might have not been that good, but my health was on 10 million. So I, I can't really do any complaining. Um, but one day in particular, I took a especially healthy poop. It, it was pretty large, and I clogged the toilet, right? Pretty natural. As a man, I think most men take pride in clogging the toilet. So I clogged it, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm a small guy. I don't, I don't poop that much that much, you know? So, I, 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 like, when I clog the toilet, I have to, like, remember that. That's like a memory for me. Like, I have a notebook, and I write down every time I clog the toilet because, like, <laughs> duh, you know? What else should I care about, you know? Um, but no, I clogged the toilet, and these fucking guys, I'm looking around, there's no plunger anywhere in sight. No no plunger anywhere in sight. And I'm kind of feeling like I'm at school right now, you know? It's this, like, kind of school program. Okay, I can just, you know, leave it. It's clogged, but I can just walk away. If you clog the toilet in a high school, dude, you are not unclogging that toilet. You're just walking away from it like nothing happened. You're just leaving that there, you know? You're just leaving it behind like most children in the public education system. You're just leaving it behind. But, like, so I just left it. I didn't even think twice about this shit, bro. No pun intended. But I didn't even think twice about the poo-poo-poo that I left in the toilet. Um, Then, like, a couple hours later... I hear all this rumbling, just kids coming up to me being like, dude, did you hear somebody pooped in the toilet and it clogged and they didn't unclog it? And I was like, okay, obviously that was me. At first I was maybe like, damn, someone else clogged the toilet, that's crazy. But uh, out of sight, out of mind, I kind of just went to my room like nothing happened. Then they call an entire meeting. They pull everybody in a room. Bro, this is crazy right now. They're pulling us all into a room, and uh, they basically say, like, hey, they get these angry-ass voices. The camp counselors, bro, these kids, like, shirts were, they had t-shirts tucked into fucking chino shorts, bro. Don't ever speak to me like that. That's just fact of life. A man should not address another man with a t-shirt tucked into chino shorts. But these counselors had the audacity to stand in front of us, I guess at this point children, we were like 17, and they have these disrespectful tones like, hey, who clogged the toilet? You should be, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. This wonderful college, Riviere College, lets us come in here and eat their food and use their septic system and you're just shitting everywhere and leaving it? Bro, dude. Nobody cares. Just find a plunger. Like, just find a plunger and... Are you scared of unclogging a toilet? You never unclogged a toilet before? Like, what kind of dudes are these? I may have a log of every log that I've dropped that's clogged the toilet. I'm a a poet too, by the way, guys. But that doesn't mean that I don't know how to unclog a toilet, okay? If you don't know how to unclog a toilet, like, that's like beta shit, bro. 
what I mean, whatever. So they're all mad and shit, and they 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 treat it like it's this real sanctimonious situation, and they say, whoever shat in the toilet and didn't unclog it, step forward now, or all will be punished. So then, obviously, since I couldn't give two fucks, I stood up and I said it was me. And I thought that would pretty much be the end of it. That I would just unclog the toilet and go about my way. Bro, the counselor comes up to me, nearly grabs me by the ear, like I'm a child, once again, because I pooped in the toilet. Sorry, bro. Takes me, like, long-ass way, probably more than half mile. I didn't know we were allowed to walk that much. I'm still heated about this. This is, like, four years later, folks. And he just says, grab the plunger, and your punishment is you have to unclog the toilet. Bro, I would have done this in the first place. There just wasn't a plunger around, dog. Whatever. So, I just take it back to the toilet. I unclog it. Once again, I think this is the end of it. The kid was reprimanding me the whole walk, too. He's like, you could have really broke the sewer system, the plumbing. I'm not a plumber, but dude, doesn't shit just like soften over time? If you just leave it softened in the water, eventually you could probably just flush it like nothing happened. I'm not going to burst a pipe in the middle of the summer because I dropped a deuce. Anyway, so yeah, that happened. And then for the rest of the, this is the craziest part. The rest of the week, the other kids were making fun of me <laughs> for for being like the, the, the toilet clogger. I would like raise my hand in class and shit and they'd be like, yeah, it's the clogger. Why is this kid talking right now? Bro, what? <laughs> You're 17 years old. You never clogged a toilet? Dog? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Step your Step your shitty game up, man. That's tough. That's tough. I just don't think it was very nice. Um, I I don't think it was very nice for them to do that. Also, the camp as a whole was just such a charade. It was advertised to me as something that would like help me get into college because it looked good on my college resume, I guess. And when you're 17-year-old Mikey Burgess, that's what you care about is getting into that college. But I they had me. I like ran for a position there, too. It, since it was it was supposed to model a state government and they had us like run for different positions and we were supposed to like debate at one point in time so they needed a debate moderator this dude this is so cringe looking back and they advertised the position as it like needs to be someone who can be straight faced and doesn't take uh and and doesn't like get nervous easily and I was like, okay, that's like, I, I think I could do that, right? Because I'm sitting here thinking, if I don't get a position, that's going to hurt my college resume. That's going to hurt my college. I can never get into Harvard. No, I wasn't I wasn't really thinking that much. I was kind of just, I remember thinking, I'm like, this, this camp is complete bullshit, but it'd be kind of boring if I don't do anything all week. So I like ran for the position. It was like a five-minute election thing, but I had to give a speech. Dog. It was rough. I just got... It was rough. It was really rough. I just sat up there and, like... I think I swore multiple times. And people were giving me this look. Because I I basically just went up there and was like... I don't take any bullshit. Uh, So if there's debate and something goes awry... You can count on me to 
to snuff it out. Like, I, I did, like, I, I wasn't necessarily doing the tough guy routine, but I think I thought if I swore, I could gain their respect because they were sort of dorky kids. Uh, I think I also thought that if I shat in the toilet, I could gain their respect, but that didn't tend to work out. Uh, anyway, I lost the election, but I think I'm better uh, the better man for that. Um, so I, th- I think it all worked out. Got into a good college anyway, too, so it doesn't really matter. Bro, that's the funniest shit. Like, high school kids will really act a fool if you just tell them, like, yo, it'll help you get into college. It'll help you get into college. Um, Shout out to kids that don't give a fuck about college because I think that's everybody eventually realizes it doesn't really matter that much because nothing in life matters that much. Especially school that costs seventy thousand dollars a year. But especially that, that's just so crazy to think about because a lot of people when they graduate this school won't make that much money per year. Um, even if approaching it from an economic standpoint, because people make that argument like the value added, it's such an it's like an inefficiency, I guess. Okay. Economics, Mike, back at it. But actually, on the same vein of uh, toilet mishaps and acting a fool for colleges, I have another, yet another story. I'm sure this one will be just as riveting as the last. Um, But when I was interviewing for schools, uh, for colleges, I had an interview with um, a bunch of different places. But one of the places I had an interview with was Yale. And, of course... This is a really good school, so I was really excited. I was like, yo, dude, I got an interview for Yale. And I had it all marked on the calendar. I was ready to go. I, I was so prepared. Um, I get in my car, basically, right before the interview. Um, and I'm just heading to the place. It's in this, like, downtown city area, sort of near me, that me and my friends actually go, we used to go down there and hang out a lot. So I knew the area pretty well. I knew where to park, everything. So I, I, I was raring and ready to go. Okay, I, w- I was ready to go. I had my, all my talking points ready. I'm talking to myself in the car, like turning the music off and shit. You know how you do that. If you have, if you have an interview, you, that's when you start talking to yourself the most. Like crazy people and people who have an interview. Those are the people that talk a lot. And by crazy people, I mean, you know, lunatics, basically. Not to mince words. I think we're all a little crazy, but... Uh, we all probably talk to each other. Yeah, to, well, definitely talk to each other, but talk to ourselves too. Um, so I'm heading to the interview, and I park. And the second I park, I have this sudden realization that I had to pee incredibly bad. Like, I was so focused on the interview before, even when I left my house, that I didn't even recognize how bad I had to pee. And the second I step out of my car, I open the door, and I stand up, and I'm like, yo, I can barely walk right now. <laughs> I had to pee so bad. It wasn't even funny. So then I basically just sit down back in my car and I go, what am I going to do? The obvious solution would be to find a bathroom. But being familiar with the area, I knew there wasn't really a bathroom anywhere in sight accessible. Uh, looking back, now that I know that area even better, there were probably a million bathrooms around. I probably could have thrown a rock and hit a toilet. Last, last door we had too much toilet, uh, or not enough toilet and too much shit. Anyway, 
this this time we didn't have any toilet at all. I couldn't even mess up the machinery. I didn't even have the machinery to mess up. Because uh, the toilet is a fine piece of machinery. But I think I'm a, I'm a genius. Because I sit down in my car and I look to my right. That's the Yeah, the passenger seat's on the right. I look to my right and I see a full bottle of water. I had this little like Poland Springs. You know, it's like 16 ounces standard water bottle. Because I was killing the planet at that point in time. It wasn't a reusable. It was a, it was a turtle killer. I took the cap off and I dumped out the entire water bottle. And I thought, wonderful, I'm just going to fill this thing with pee. This is genius. I spotted the, it, the decision was instantaneous. I didn't think about it twice. Boom, problem solved. I grabbed the bottle of water, dump it out. Now I have an empty bottle of water. And also, you may be asking, like, why didn't I just piss outside of my car on the ground? Because I'm a dude. Also, I think girls should be able to do that, too. I don't know the logistics, because I've never... I, I don't know the female anatomy like that, you know? Ladies, hit me up. Uh, but um, there was a lot of people around. Like, it's in sort of like a busy downtown area. So I just kind of wait for there to be less pedestrians around. Also, looking back, I've peed with more people around now. So, there was not a lot of higher-level thought. I was just going fast because I was about to be late for the interview, too. I think this was... I, I remember it very vividly. I think it was like 6.54, and it was at 7 or something like that. Um, it was basically six minutes before the interview, and I wanted to get there early, and I also had to walk there. So, I'm, I'm like shitting bricks. Obviously, I'm peeing, but I'm, I'm shitting bricks, too, metaphorically. So I take the cap off, and I get my little, you know, little Peter around the, 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 the top there. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start peeing. Little did I consider, the seat of a car is not flat. So if I, if I was sitting straight up in a chair, this would be no problem. Or I've seen people prior to this on the football team in high school, people used to pee on the bus into a water bottle all the time. And you're sitting flat on a bus. Your your ass is the same height as your knees. In a car, when you're the driver, your knees are way higher than your ass. I did not consider this at all. So when I go to pee, the second it hits the water bottle, it just splashes everywhere. I had these nice pants on. Nicest pants that I owned, nice shirt, and there's just piss everywhere. Smells, hot, gross. This is, this is a gross episode, folks. I'm sorry about that, but it's all about content. Um, so th the pee is just everywhere. Guys, I had to pee so bad, I didn't stop. I, I kept peeing. That's disgusting, right? But I kind of refined it. You know, it was like an, it was an initial splash. And then afterwards, it kind of subsided because I, I was aiming a little better. And I kind of, it was really a weird maneuver. I had to kind of tilt the Peter, the Johnson, you know, the, the cucumber, whatever you want to call it, up and then back down into the water bottle. And, yeah, uh, so I, 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 I probably half released my pee. I still kind of had to pee afterwards. And now I had... Um, piss all over my pants and an interview in three minutes so I just peed but once again I'm still shitting bricks metaphorically 
trying to figure out how I'm going to get this pee off myself. I look into the glove compartment. There's no paper in there. I had maybe like one napkin or something like that. I didn't even have any paper. I had like the title to my car, which, believe me, folks, I considered using because I did not want to screw this interview up. Yale, that's a check, folks. If I got into Yale, that'd be a check. So I just kind of start like patting it down with my hands maybe or something. I'm in a serious dilemma. It's a cold night too, so I didn't want my pants to freeze over. There was like snow outside and stuff. Because if you got frozen, the only thing worse than pee is frozen pee. Because frozen pee stays around longer. That's probably not even true. I don't, does frozen pee smell worse or less? This is a very interesting question. doesn't really matter. So I just take a couple laps around the block. I'm basically, I'm just walking outside, patting my pants with piss on them, hoping nobody sees me. And I can't get it away. My, folk, my pants are, are dark, folks. My last hope of effort, it's like one minute before the interview starts. If I can just get in there, the off chance that he's not already in there, I'm golden. So I get in there, and I'm looking around, looking around. I know my interviewer, he's sort of old, kind of old, not fully old. He's like half bald, old, probably like one kid in college, one not old, and I didn't see anybody, so I just popped a squat and waited. Lucky enough, I didn't see him. I, I emailed him, I said, I'm here. He didn't send anything back, so I would say, perfect, you know, I'm golden. I got some more time. I got a few more minutes to pat this down. So I keep kind of patting it down. I'm too scared to even go get a coffee. We're in, like, a coffee place, right? So I think, I, I don't know, like, customary things because I'm kind of, like, a social deviant in the sense that I don't understand what's going on in these like sort of events I don't think anybody does so maybe I'm not a deviant maybe I'm like a normal human being and the people that understand it are the deviants are you supposed to order a coffee or something are you supposed to wait for the person so I just kind of sit there because once again I have piss on my pants and the dude doesn't show up we're going on 15 minutes he's not here 30 minutes he's not here 45 he's not here he showed up an hour and a half late by now I might still smell like pee but you cannot see it so he did eventually show up and he showed up and we had a good interview I actually feel like I did pretty well in the interview I have this weird thing where I feel like if you have something like this like some big event if you get the mistake out early it's goes better because you got kind of the the nerves out you're bound I, I think you're bound to have at least one mistake when you do pretty much anything and that mistake could be small or big if you make a big mistake you just have to perform afterwards so I think I did pretty well um but I didn't get into Yale afterwards uh he might have smelled the pee or something so maybe I didn't do too well but yeah he got there so late too that they were packing up shop, like they closed the, uh, they basically closed the entire coffee shop around us, and I felt really bad because neither he nor I bought anything, so I'm wondering if they saw the pee and just kind of felt bad. I think that's the place where we need to get as a society, where if you see pee on somebody's pants, you don't get mad at them, you just like feel bad for them and try to help them out. 
or like if somebody clogged the toilet you wouldn't be like you're a fucking weirdo kid you'd be like oh i've clogged the toilet how big was your shit bro that's pretty sick and then you can just compare notes on uh poop size and diameter or whatever diameter might be sus um because you know take that as you will um but yeah i'll do that with the boys compare compare poop diameter interesting but yeah it, it, it basically folks this just comes down to i would have i would have peed or pooped in any way shape or form to get into the school of my choosing which is really embarrassing uh looking back i love how this i've been how long how long we've we been going here i've pretty much been talking about the same type of thing for 30 minutes um but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking about it actually. No, <laughs> funny enough though, I actually just thought about <laughs> like on the same. I didn't even think plan about talking talking about this, on the same vein of like, um. Body septical behaviors, in order to do well in school. When I was super young in elementary school, we had standardized testing. This is also crazy to standardize test like a four year old. I guess they need to because. That's just the way things work. Um, but you shouldn't be taking like hours and hours of testing in fourth grade. And when I was in fourth grade, I was dumb enough to believe that the testing mattered for me or that anything really matters when you're 10 years old. So we were taking the, the standardized testing and I used to get so scared to like ask to go to the bathroom or ask for a question. So I would just piss my pants basically every fucking time we had standardized testing because I didn't want to, because they'd make you sit down for like three hours, bro, I gotta pee, I got a small bladder um, that's that's a short story, I basically yeah, I just peed my pants and there'd be like a puddle in the seat when I got up and I just wouldn't give two fucks like literally wouldn't look back, same thing with the, the clogged toilet, I couldn't give less of a fuck savage, savage ten year old um, what else do I want to talk about? Um, uh, I probably got maybe 10, 15 more minutes in me. Um, I just moved out of my apartment, so I'm back. This, it should be weekly from now on, because I got sort of the recording set up down here. Hopefully it sounds, uh, good. I think last episode sounded good, too. Um, I kept shuffling my knees. Hopefully you guys don't hear that today. You could hear, like, my jeans in the background and shit. Um, but I just moved out of my apartment, and now I'm back home in New Hampshire. Dude, craziest shit in my apartment. Like, the last week, <laughs> there was this uh, poster right outside on a telephone pole, and it says, Cat Killer, found in East Cambridge. Or, or there's a cat killer in East Cambridge. Um, East Cambridge, Massachusetts. Apparently, I guess I'm broadcasting this to the folks. If you're around East Cambridge, keep your eyes peeled. There's a cat killer. Um, some guy, like, took a cat, tied it up to a fence or something like that, and burnt it to death with acid. Jesus Christ, folks. Jesus Christ. That is so disturbing. Um, the craziest part, though, is there's a $10,000 reward. That's, that's even crazier. Like, maybe I should have turned myself in for that amount of money. Like, that's a lot of money. Um, but they'll never catch me now, because I just moved out. I'm I'm kidding folks. Please. Authorities. I was kidding. Um but seriously, that's basically just junior 
serial killer behavior. Um, anyway, I'm in my basement alone, late at night right now, so that was a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, but no, my my neighborhood I lived in was pretty cool. Like, just today I was packing up my car, some old Italian lady was coming up to me and just being like, hey, and she kind of just kept staring at me. She said, like, two things. It was just like, where do you go to school and stuff? Um, but then after that, I kept making trips back and forth in my car, putting, uh, luggage and stuff in there, like my clothes so I could drive home basically. Uh, but she was just sitting there staring at me, like chewing on something, probably chewing on nothing. To be honest, people that do that, get a load of yourself. People that just fucking chew on their tongue, dude, you don't have anything better to do. Get some like dip or something. Get, like, nicotine gum. Get something, you know what I'm saying? You're chewing on your tongue? I don't even understand how you do that. People just, they just want to look like they're doing something. Just relax, bro. You don't always have to be moving that mouth. I mean, this is white noise. We're making noise right now, but you don't have to be. I don't have to be. Last weekend, decided not to. Um, but yeah, I also in the neighborhood, there was like this kid, I was skating, skateboarding, and I was trying to land some trick. And, uh, I see this little kid just watching me and I'm like, my like ego, uh, comes in and I'm like, damn, yeah, he probably wants to be like me. He's like this little kid. He's never had a skateboard before. Cause the kid was pretty young and he's probably just watching me being like, damn, I want to skate. And I, I was going to say something to him. I was going to be like, yo, you skate? And ask him, like, to show me a trick or something like that. In case he did. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm just still skating. And this kid's still watching me for, like, 20 minutes. No exaggeration. At least 20 minutes. And towards the end, I just hear, yo! And I look up, and it's the kid. And he's got his little brother with him, too. So these two kids, they look exactly the same, just, like, staggered like those little Russian dolls. And he's like, yeah, that trick you're trying to land, let me show you how to do it, bro. <laughs> and he actually gave me advice. I was like, damn, literally the exact opposite of what I thought. But um, that's pretty cool to see that play out in real life where your expectations get turned completely upside down. Uh, then expectations got turned completely around again because he gave me advice on the trick to do and I asked him to show me the trick himself and he couldn't land it. He tried it like five times and he couldn't land it. And I was probably closer to landing it than, than him. But anyway, it was good advice. So thank you to that little kid. Hopefully he's not the cat killer. Uh, <laughs> cause that'd be interesting. Um, I'm definitely just going to pretend too that he did land the tricks. Like he's my little sensei the like something out of Avatar the Last Airbender or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles he's Splinter and I'm Michelangelo maybe he was just young passing maybe the his little brother was actually his son and he's like super old he's like 73 and he came to pass along that wisdom he was definitely an old soul the way that he spoke uh, to me was very very charismatic he said he said you got it young blood when he walked away uh, that was interesting, but it was, it was very inspiring too. Um, so I just want to thank him for that from the bottom of my heart. I don't know why that's any different from the top of my heart or the middle, but from the bottom. Yeah.
coming back home too, it's so funny because I, I'll come home pretty frequently. I, I live pretty close to like Cambridge, uh, where I go to school and stuff. And every time I come home, my parents and my family have like a million stories to tell me about shit that I just do not care about. It's like literally just comes flying out of their mouths. Like the second I get home, I like sit down on the couch or something like that. And it's just random story after random story about like somebody I grew up with, siblings, teachers, aunt, like some just crazy story. Because I live in a sort of small town. And since there's a lot of kids in my family and my parents are like, they're not necessarily involved, like heavily involved, but they're, they're decently involved parents. So they know like some of our friends and stuff like that. And they'll hear the stories that we tell them or my sisters tell them. So they kind of like, know, you know, because it's a small town. So I'll just hear about these random fucking people. Just the like, <laughs> literally. So it's so draining to just come back for a couple hours and just get. It's just like all just coming flying out of my mom's mouth. Like somebody's dog. The puppy had puppies. That's what I heard today. The puppy had puppies, and I was like, "Who's puppy?" And then there, it's this long strain of people like to figure out who's even involved. And then at the end of it, it's like, okay, I did, what the fuck. What the fuck? Even if it was our puppy, like even if it was my dog had puppies, I still that just needs to be a passing note. Like, it doesn't need to be an elongated tale. Uh, this is coming from the guy who's uh, making a podcast right now, uh, rambling about shitting and pissing himself in public. Uh, it's fine though. <laughs> oh, uh, the other thing I want to talk about was. Or last weekend, I want to talk. I think the CDC announced, I think it was last weekend, that uh, if you're vaccinated, you can just take your mask off, which is chill. Uh, I'm about to be vaccinated, like, tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't die. Um, getting that Johnson & Johnson, son. No, uh, Pfizer. You know, Pfizer gang. Real classism over here. If you're Pfizer gang, you just have to be, like, you have to act like you were born into wealth about it. You have to be like, yeah. Um, I got Pfizer. Yeah, I got Pfizer. I lift my pinky when I drink. Mm. Um, That white trash Moderna. Johnson Johnson, that's like crackhead energy. Johnson & Johnson is like the guy that is sleeping on the park bench with like a 40 ounce and like a crossword puzzle. And he's just like, his eyes are both like blaringly wide open and bloodshot. And he's just, like, cracked out of his mind, basically. That's, like, Johnson & Johnson energy. Uh, but, no, they announced, like, you could take off your mask pretty much anywhere if you're vaccinated. So, that's pretty chill. So, like, pandemic's over. Throwing up applause. Applause for the boys. Uh, I mean, obviously not actually over. It's going to be some time. But that's pretty chill. I think the reason I want to bring this up, I think it's pretty funny. Obviously, if you still want to wear your mask after, like, that's, nobody cares, really. The number one rule of adulthood is pretty much that nobody gives a fuck about anything you do, including this. Uh, I think social media might be a little different, because the goal is, like, to care. Because, you know, advertisement. Okay. Conspiracy theory, Mike. That's not even a conspiracy theory. But, uh, most conspiracy theories aren't really conspiracy theories. They're kind of just, like hidden facts 
that's also not true. But anyway, uh, people people saying that they're like they love their mask and shit like that. The amount of people that are saying that and are just like super insecure about what their face looks like, like folks, folks, you're beautiful, you're beautiful with with or without the vaccine. Um, but no, because obviously it's gonna get to a point where everybody just takes them off. I personally don't enjoy wearing it in public, so the second I can take it off, I'm going to. But um, I'm gonna listen to the shit that's going down. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. If the CDC says take it off, I'll take it off. But if the CDC says put it on, your boy's putting it on because I'm a simp. I'm a simp for the uh, the the CDC. Um, I'm a simp. I'm a simp. I'm a simp for the ladies too. So ladies, if you're listening to this right now, if you made it this deep, I mean, hey, hey, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but. If anybody made it this deep, uh, thank you for listening. I'm probably going to wrap it up here. Uh, Make sure to follow us on social media, white underscore noise underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter. If you're listening on Spotify, you probably are. Uh, Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify too. Uh, If anyone wants to send us like uh, listener questions, you can just DM on Instagram. either social media like Twitter or Instagram and I'll read them on here anonymously obviously unless you say like you you don't want it anonymously um, like you want me to say who you are but once again number one rule of adult life like no one will care who you are because nobody cares about anything wonderful I actually don't know if that's a good or a bad thing I guess I'll leave that for you to ponder for the next week um, once again thanks for listening and uh I love you guys.